I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. It is time to stop hating on the 2019 version of Hellboy. I'm as guilty as everyone else when they were making this movie thinking, no, can't we have more Del Toro? Can't we just have more of what we had? I'm one of those people sometimes, and it bothers me because I'm very open to new music. And sometimes I'm not as open with a new movie, especially if I know if it's a remake or a reboot or a sequel or an unconnected sequel or whatever. Um, And I've watched this movie two times before, but I get more out of it each time. This is Neil Marshall's version of Hellboy. Now, they just couldn't get, for whatever reasons, the machinations of Hollywood could not get a third Del Toro movie made. And Mike Mignola, who owns the rights, it's his comic book, it's his creation. The uh, Lionsgate and Millennium Media were able to get the rights and make their own movie. And they obviously couldn't get Del Toro and the original stars and whatever. So the idea was to make, let's see if we can do kind of a reboot or just a relaunch. Um, Dark Horse Entertainment was behind it. Uh, They're the original producers of the comic book, that kind of thing. Um, And you've got a great cast. Uh, David Harbour taking over the Hellboy role. Mia Jovovich, Ian McShane, uh, Daniel Day Kim, and Thomas Hayden Church. Some great actors uh, gave it their best. But let's go ahead and get some negatives out of the way. First and foremost, this is not a Guillermo del Toro movie, nor does it have everything we loved about the original two Hellboy movies. Getting that out of the way, other than a few little side trips, this movie rocks. Um, no, it's not the best movie ever made, but it, it's, it certainly didn't deserve the bad rap it got. It takes a little too many and i know what they're trying to do i mean they filmed it for like 55 million dollars and it looks amazing it looks at least twice that if not more it competes with modern superhero movies in spectacle absolutely and i don't want to get into spoilers if you haven't seen it because i obviously a lot of people haven't seen it um but it tends to go off on little side trips which the hellboy movies do comic book movies tend to and those little side trips usually bring you back to something that relates to later in the movie a macguffin or something they're trying to figure out or whatever i just think there are way too many early on that when we finally get to some big ones towards the end it's like oh another one (laughs) instead of oh wow it's this famous magician or whatever um and so I think it kind of does itself in by trying to shove too much into one movie. There are characters that are debuted in flashbacks or whatever, and they may have a scene at the end in the credits. And But it's like, was that even necessary? I mean, that's a, that's a big love letter to longtime fans, but some of these characters were not in the previous two movies, so you really have to be a Hellboy comic book fan to even know who these people are. Um, And I know they're setting up a mythology and they were hoping to have more movies and things like that. And they do a pretty good job. It's just if the movie was trimmed down just a hair, I think more people would have given it a chance. It just you tend to get a little lost in there. I mean, not that it's an unclear story. It's pretty easy. But as he goes from one trip to another, some of the trips just don't seem as important that we needed to stop down for that when we could have spent more time doing this or gotten to this sooner. Those are pretty much the only negatives. The positives? A, like I said earlier, the movie rocks. Uh, Even with a two-hour runtime, it doesn't really slow down at all. The special effects are amazing to groundbreaking. I mean, 
I expected in a native 4K transfer to catch some mistakes. That's usually where the seams in special effects start to shine in high-resolution 4K um, transfers and such. And if it's a really good transfer, you can usually see. But they made a conscious effort in this movie to do a lot of practical effects, to do a lot of makeup, to do a lot of gore in camera, and to do several creatures in dudes in suits and and such and not have to cg as much even though they have to cg quite a bit in this movie because there are giants and 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 vast uh battle scenes from 500 years ago and such um but that being said they do a lot of stuff practical um the makeup effects the gore look great for gore hounds, this is one of the goriest movies I remember in recent memory. People are ripped apart. I recently watched Starship Troopers again, and I'm going to do a review. This movie is as gory as that one, if not more so. People get hacked up. People get bludgeoned. People get ripped apart. Um, there's entrails everywhere, bodies, blood, uh, you name it. Oh, and that does bring up that, okay, CG blood isn't always great. There was a special effect that didn't quite work in the movie, but doesn't quite work in any movies. Go back to the original Blade. It's hard to do free-flowing, creepy blood and make it look real, because I guess we've never really seen free-flowing, creepy blood. Anyway, um, the transfer looks great. The special effects look great. The running time is great. Um, the action is great. It's well choreographed. You can see what's going on. Um, there is a, uh, a scene where there is a bit of a turnabout, a, a shocking twist that that is one of the scenes where I thought we didn't really have to go here. You know, we, we're, we're going to follow up this big battle scene with a big battle scene, uh, with giants. And this scene wasn't really, I mean, the twist, it's a good twist, I guess, but it just, the whole scene is like, okay, why do we do this? If we're going to just run right into this, which is more of anyway. Um, but again, I've gotten more out of the movie each time I've watched it, and it's a lot of fun. And we watch far worse movies on Netflix every day that aren't as fun as this movie tries to be. With Mike Mignola uh, behind this, the writer and original artist, um, it, it has the right tone. I just think it tries to serve too many masters in the movie. It tries to do too many things. But it's hard to fault them for going for it, for swinging for the fences, because they do. So a lot of people called it bad or a dog just because it wasn't the Del Toro movies, and it's definitely not. But Neil Marshall knows what he's doing with the camera, and by the time things get to epic end-of-the-world type stuff at the end, it's pretty epic end-of-the-world, city-blowing-up type stuff. I mean, it, it the amount of money spent on this movie, like I said, looks two to three times more <laughs> on screen, and... It's funny. It's it's action-packed. It's a decent Hellboy movie if you can kind of put the first two out of your mind. And those are fairly old movies by now, as classic as they are. Recently rewatched them, recently reviewed them, still love them. Um, I don't love this movie, but I really like this movie. And when I want to pull out an, a, a Hellboy movie, I will probably go to this one before the other two, just because I've seen the other two so many times over the years, waiting for a possible third one. And now that this one didn't do so well, now the rumors have started back up that they may finally do a third one to the Del Toro trilogy. And why not? 
you know, if they, if Sony still has the rights or can get the rights and do it, since uh, the companies behind this particular version probably aren't thrilled to keep making more of these, but I kind of wish they would. I think on a second one they would have they would have nailed the tone just like this one, and they would have added more characters, and it would have been more interesting and a deeper mythology into the Hellboy universe. And it's unfortunate that that won't happen and that people didn't give it the chance. But again, I was one of those who went to the theater walking in, going, oh, I'm, "I." I'm seeing this because I review movies and I love Hellboy, but oh, I, I, I just really don't want this to happen. And it was fine. It was fine when I saw it the first time. It was good. The t- time I, and now, with the benefit of my roommate's you know, 85-inch 4K HDR television and a native 4K transfer and a nice sound system, it's a, it's a really great home theater experience if you have the setup to truly, truly enjoy it. So give Hellboy 2019 another chance. I, I don't think it deserves the bashing it gets. Great movie? No. As good as the Del Toro movies? No. Fun? Absolutely. Absolutely, and I'll watch it again. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. Check it out for all the links and such. Thank you for sharing, uh, liking, and subscribing, and thank you for listening. <laughs>